Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Hi, it's Rosie Reese. Here's what's coming up on this week's Thinker Girl podcast. The fear of being alone. I don't know if I'm ready to be alone. I'm scared of being alone. What does this look like? The Thinker Girls. Hello. Hold up. Hello. Hi. The Thinker Girls. Thanks for <laughs> joining our show. Hello. Hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi, girls. <laughs> the Thinker Girls. All the thoughts you're thinking but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Hello, hello, hello. What are you doing? Um, getting ready for the end of the year. You know what? I don't have a normal headspace when it comes to, ah, it's Friday, oh, the weekend, or, oh, it's Monday, because I love what we do yeah, so much. Yeah, same here. Um, but I must say, I am looking forward to the weekend at the moment. I've been looking forward to the weekend since Monday, and I oh. never, no, but I never normally do that. It's because I um, had a full-on weekend last weekend traveling into state visiting family and friends, and you kind of, you know, try and fit fucking everything into mm, it, mm. where I was like, I, on Monday, I was like, I am so looking forward to just doing nothing and going to the beach. It's going to be nice weather and just sleeping in and basically just doing nothing. So, I don't know, I'm really – I feel like I used to dread weekends where I wouldn't do anything because I was like, oh, my God, I'm wasting time. Like I'm wasting time on weekends when I could be doing stuff and seeing people and fitting all this stuff in. But it's funny now. I don't know. There's been a bit of a shift where I like look forward to that so much. Well, that's like you flexing your muscle with how I had to learn to be on my own, I reckon, Mm -hmm. is your version is to slow the fuck down. Yeah, and I'm really – I'm really, really enjoying it too. Because mm. mm. the, you reap the rewards, <laughs> even though it's a bit tricky at the start. Sow the seeds and things will grow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, if you haven't listened to our show before, we are two chicks that talk thoughts we're thinking but not saying on this uh, podcast. And on our radio show, you can hear that on the Mix Network or Kiss Network from 7pm weeknights. We'd love to have you join us. Yeah. If you are in an area that doesn't um, that it doesn't air, we have the Thinker Girls Everyday Podcast, which you can download and get the best bits of the night's nightly show. Um, this particular chick really opened up a big, big, um, big journey for me. Yeah. Um, we had her on the show about a year ago. She spoke about uh, the Yoni massage. Yeah, that's right. Um, then so she good. was doing nude yoga classes, and in that time, I went and joined her. Yeah. Then that opened up about breathing and like intimacy about breath and all this other stuff. That Sent then you led, right on your way, I hasn't bought it? Jade eggs, which I want to talk about soon, and there was just like bum, 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 mm-hmm. it was a spiral effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't wait to get her on the show. Rosie Reese joins us uh, on our show this week. Hey, Rose. Hey, beautiful. How are you going? Hey, Rosie. We're good. Is that is that a bit of a spin out when you hear that? Like that your your conversation like circa a year ago has kicked off such a huge kind of personal journey, or do you get used to that? Because I'm sure that's not the first time you've heard it. No, it's it's not. It still lights me up every time I hear it, but. You can't not come to a new yoga class and be cracked open. Um, mm. yeah, I think most women who come have 
such a profound experience that it, it really does change the trajectory of their life or at least their belief system around their body um, and what they're doing with their life and just shedding all the crap that we kind of tend to carry around with us, not just clothes, but yeah, the inhibitions and insecurities and stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I think that, and it, I think it, it happens really eloquently, I must say. It's not some big, because you think that a new yoga class is going to smack you in the face. Yeah. And it just doesn't. It just doesn't. It is just this little something it might plant in, and I believe plants differently in everyone for whatever it is that mm-hmm. they needed to learn, to be honest. Um, because everybody came from such different walks of life and had different things to learn and share and everyone was so accepting of that. So it kind of gives you this idea that you go away and you know that your little gift that you got may be different to the next person's, but it was just as magical because you shared it. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people just think the worst when they think naked and yoga and put together. But it is a really eloquent, gradual gentle mm. process mm. it's certainly not you don't all just walk in butt naked and get doing yoga it's, it's yeah. more about the space and the vulnerability and sharing and one woman might take off her sarong and then you know that'll lead to another one maybe wanting to be vulnerable and it's really gradual it's mm. beautiful people are so intrigued about it too if you do want to find out more info mm. on all of those types of things and rosie does to um those classes and different workshops rosie rees r-e-e-s.com is where you can find our info but let's get cracked in cracked in crack in yeah yeah, yeah. either or the either show or. um if it. you haven't listened to before we are two chicks that talk thoughts you're thinking but not saying um and we'll each bring a gem to the table rosie included chew the fat about it and um um, and Philip the Duck will make sure that we don't go on all day. Yeah. Um, Rosie Bing, I guess, do you want to give us a quick headline of what's on your mind today that you want to you want to share? Mm, absolutely. So it is it's in line with my, my career in vulnerability. Um, it is about, so it's a vulnerable topic for me to share, but it's something that I'm feeling or I have been feeling over the past few weeks, but I haven't really been speaking about openly yet. Um So it's the fear of being alone, actually. So I'm in a process at the moment with my partner and we're looking at our future and, um, you know, where we want to go and how that we want that to look. Mm -hmm. And potentially we'll be uncoupling or breaking up. Um, So it's a conscious uncoupling process. And what's come from that is this feeling of, oh, God, I don't know if I'm ready to be alone. I'm scared of being alone. What does this look like? Um, Like there's this real conditioning in our society that, we have to have a partner to feel whole and I think after being in a relationship for a number of years, it can be a little scary coming out the other side and going, okay, shit, I need to yeah. to retrain myself in being myself and whole again and sleeping on my own and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So when, that's what's been on my mind. When you say, um, and we'll just crack into that because I think it's nice that you've shared all that and we'll, we'll go straight in, but mm. I think um, I... Is when you say you aren't sure that you want to be alone, are you aware of whether that is about yourself or whether that is about him? As in not having him. Yeah. You know, when you say, I don't want to be alone, it's, is it, you know, is that definitely a, oh, I don't want to be alone as in, I don't want to be on my own rather than I think we should be together? Mm, I think it is more of a, um, I'm not sure we're 100% matched. So it's the question of, yeah, would I rather be alone or would I rather be, you know, um, be with him? Mm. Um, It's a bit confusing, to be honest. It Mm. is. And Mm. that's why I asked the question because I think that got me stuck and it gets a lot of people stuck in this process really early stages after a separation happens 
where you feel so much and it yeah. is so hard because you're trying to decipher between unhealthy, I suppose, and I don't like to use the word unhealthy, but things and dependencies and attachments that you've come to without the, without them actually being anything about your relationship and being more about your your, own your issues stuff. Uh, and things that you are uncomfortable so, with. So, so then, to try and figure out whether that's that's a love or that's an issue with you being on your own is it's really tricky to so navigate. Then how do you then possibly try to do that, Rosie? How do you try to navigate that without without I don't know completely cutting ties and then being on your own to suss out whether it is one or the other like have you are you trying to figure out a way to to do that whilst still both working on stuff together yeah I think what we what happened to us is we became very codependent and we relied on each other um, and we felt that that there's a quite a strong attachment and I don't think that's healthy I think that you know, the way I want to be in a relationship is to be both independent and have our own stuff going on and come together when we when we want to, not when we need to. Mm. I can totally so, relate to that, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's been a few... We've been together two, over two years um, and it's just been so intense this whole time. And I think that if, if it, it's just too much and you, or you're constantly asking this question, then usually that's a sign and... Yeah, it's like, oh, do I, do I just risk this? And because I still love him, this is the thing. My feelings haven't changed at all. But I kind of have this innate feeling that I need to be on my, my own to figure this out. I can't be with him. Yeah, and, that, and that feeling doesn't go away, does it? Like mm. you kind of no. think that it will fade out. Mm. And, and and I remember now looking back and, I you know, when I was in a um, a long-term relationship, I remember the looking back in hindsight now, um, and realizing that that there was there was a few things that were constant, and the, one of the constant was the question. And mm. I don't think I think you question sometimes in yeah. relationships, but I think it, to have it as a constant, I think means that maybe it's not about them, maybe it's not about something in it, but it, it is a lot of the time about you mm. um, and where where you're at, which is oh, it's very very hard to um to pull yourself out of especially when there hasn't been a big event i found that really had like a big awful something yeah to make such a big move yeah 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 i know i was looking back on my previous three relationships and the breakups they just went up in flames there was like (laughs) crying and like never speaking to each other ever again and then this you know not that we've officially broken up like we're using the month of november to really feel it softened out um but we are, yeah. There's been a discussion. Does like that is that has that made it? Has that been harder? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it mm. has because then you're like, oh wow, because we are in a conscious relationship. We mm. talk about all our feelings and and everything across the spectrum. And so having this simple discussion of, hey, do you think we're well suited? Do you think that there's a few deal deal breakers here? And not having a yelling and screaming match and it being really calm and like you know holding each other's hands and crying and looking into each other's eyes and just knowing that we kind of feel better from Mm, this mm. feeling of like 
potentially That's, and separating. I th- and I think when you make those decisions, regardless of where you land, um, from my experience, you it's really so sad, but you know it's the right when you when you start to have a convers a serious one because you yeah. know I used to have them all the time as threats or you know different yeah. kinds of bits and pieces, mm. unhealthy different things to to gain power. But it was so uh, not the case because you would just throw it in and they were so empty. Um, but when you really do that feeling of um, of knowing that it is hurting so much but it is healthier yeah is just it's I reckon one of the hardest things you can go through when when yeah. you say Rosie this fear of being alone I mean are you are you going back to a time where uh, you were on your own and you didn't and you and you found that difficult like you've just said that there are you know a few relationships in the lead up to this one do, mm. do you do you feel like you're I don't know you cast your mind back to a place where you were before when you're on your own and you're, you're scared of that or or I don't know where do you reckon that kind of fear comes from yeah I think you hit the nail on the head and, and that's uh, I haven't even really thought about that but if you do think back to the time when you were last single and if it wasn't a healthy positive time Mm. then of course it's it's not like I'm going to start to look forward to it and I think that that might be where I'm at at the moment because the last time I was single I was actually in a really good space but prior to that it sort of took a lot of pain to get into that really good space and I believe it was only from me being in that really healthy headspace that I attracted a great partner in Mm -hmm. Um, but before that you know there was a, a lot of binge drinking and jumping on Tinder and just, you know, hooking up with someone pretty easily and just kind of hurting myself over and over and, and not feeling like, why, why, why am I still single? Why am I, uh, who, why don't people love me? Or why isn't anyone sort of knocking down my door? So there is that kind of looking back onto that. It happened to one of my friends actually that was single for a really long time and then came out and probably lingered in a relationship a bit longer because of that fear. And then I kept saying to her, I'm like, it's not the same. It's not going to be the same as before. Because I think there was this fear where she was like, you know, if if that means that I'm single, that automatically equals me being that's in that same space that she hated for a really long time. Mm. But you know, and in the end, when the relationship ended, it, it wasn't that. Of course, it was hard, but it wasn't. It didn't automatically take her back to square one where she was before. Like, because even throughout that relationship, it still done a lot of I don't know self work and was in a probably um, the best headspace she'd ever been in. Yet there's that fear where you go, "Fuck, is this going to undo and all the work?" And will I? I don't want to be oh back there. Oh my god! Yes, That's I agree. Exactly what I feel. Yeah, and I think, and I think, Rosie, you have to remember that in this time is that you. You are different. You mm. have evolved. You yeah. have different skills and different wings and different, you know, different supports and different ways because you are wiser and you are a different mm. person. And and it's so important. I mean, when my bestie went through grief after losing her mum mm. and she would get, she would approach things that would scare her again and she would think back to when she was in a really bad place. And I would remind her and, and she's reminded me in the past, you're not the same person, you have grown. And so it might still be hard, but it will be different. Mm. It really will mm. be different. Mm. And yeah, I think, and you know, I've yeah. grown so much in this relationship. Mm. I don't know if you've ever been in a relationship with a, quite a conscious spiritual man who will call you on your shit mm. and yeah. who, you know, is equally as, as vulnerable and, mm. and he almost wants the same things as you. And it's, yeah, it's, it's really tricky. 
yeah um, not to go back into that old space but knowing and thank you for reminding me i've grown i'm not that old rosie yeah you're not yeah no you're, you're not. not you're just not you can't be can't no one can still, can't. stay it's still impossible. it's it's you're alive yeah. so you had how many days between mm-hmm. that girl and you like yeah it's mm. just not and all the success you have had yeah this the last few, year like no way so, yeah. And I believe it's a part of that is because of his support. He's just energetic, emotional support of, you can do this. You've of got course, this. Of course, yeah, of course. But, yeah. but you attracted that. Like, and as much as, yeah. you know, regardless of where you guys land, we're talking about you today. Yeah. Totally. Thank you. It <laughs> <laughs> feels like a coaching Full session. on. <laughs> oh, man. So nice. It's so nice that you're sharing. It's yeah. really, really important. I can't even remember what I wanted to talk about now. What was it? The the eggs. Oh. The Jane. Yeah, I was like really <laughs> right in there. I was really feeling you. Can you like yeah. give can you, you a hug? Can you lighten the mood yeah. with these jade eggs, please? Okay. Feeling it. Okay. <laughs> What's that? It's just the Thinker Girls laughing at their latest video. Catch it on YouTube. YouTube.com slash the Thinker Girls. Well, now you can help me. Because I bought jade eggs from you, three little jade eggs. Now, can you describe to everybody what they actually are, like in terms of the stone or if they even are a stone? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the jade egg or yoni, you'll often hear them called yoni eggs. Yoni just means vagina or sacred temple. Mm -hmm. Um, They are egg-shaped stones from the earth, from Mother Nature, um, that you insert into your vagina to help strengthen and, and tone the pelvic floor. So they are stones, um, but they're, they're almost like crystal stones. So they're really, and jade in particular, is very, very strong. Um, you can drop it on the ground and it won't break. So it's really um, a, a very dense crystal to use internally. That's why they suggest using the jade. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the women of ancient China, the um, queen's, the queen and her concubines would use these eggs to, um, this is over 5,000 years ago, it could be even uh, longer. Um, they would use it to heighten their energy, um, to sort of bring them more vitality and to lift their sexual energy out of the base and bring it up through their entire body and obviously give the king immense pleasure with their very strong vaginas. <laughs> um, so they've, and, and not only that, but the crystal, the jade, is extremely healing. So the benefits of jade is, um, yeah, healing, vitality, abundance, prosperity, also fertility. And the Chinese women would say that it would actually make them more youthful. So, so they, like a, they they look like, a, if you're familiar with crystal or anything, they look a bit like a rose quartz. So the pink kind of um, little stone that often yeah. well, my aunties would be giving me since I was little mm. and would give <laughs> me to wear in my heart or in my pocket or when I travel, they'll like have this rose quartz. Like, mm-hmm. So I've always had that stuff in my life. But then when I went to the nude yoga class and you had them for sale, I was like, I'm going to take these. I wasn't 100% sure what I was going to do with them. And I knew that I needed to explore, but at that point I didn't know what that exploration was. I just knew something shifted in me that night. And it was because I felt really turned on in a different way to this kind of fast, aggressive almost, in uh, you know, in a consensual aggression, but in this real fast get there kind of sex way, very external And what I experienced in the nude yoga class was that I wasn't exactly wanting to have sex with anybody, but I felt this internal turn on. Mm. And I thought there's got to be something more to this. This has to mean a different type of sex, Mm -hmm. like it must. 
And so then I met Tara O, who you know, Rosie, and doing like workshops or things with now. Or you, yeah. you know, right. So I've met, I met Tara and started just doing a few, just different, few different consultations with her about the fact that my orgasm was really linked to a past relationship. I.e. I've had fun and I've, I've climaxed, but I have always had that tr- struggle, I guess, with, with really releasing yeah. with people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I spoke about it on the show and I've kind of did some work with her and, and some of it involved this jade egg where I do practices and different things to clench muscles. And what it did for me was just, and it sounds like something so simple, but I swear to God, it's, it isn't as simple as it seems. It allowed me to actually speak and, and, and address my actual vagina. Mm. What do you, because like, because like, you're aware of it when it's in there? Yes, and so much of I think a lot of people and women's struggle to climax is also about, um, I suppose, being in the head. For mm. me, a lot of it is in the head and not being in the body, and that's what I got from the breathing that day. I kind of went, wow, and, and I get that from I've spoken on the show about the yin yoga and, and how I, I don't know, there's this really lovely kind of turned on feeling that is different to sex, but actually I was like, surely this can lead to another type of sex or at least a combination. Mm. And so the jade eggs that you kind of put in, it looks like the same size as a boiled egg. You have like a little pulley thing like a tampon at the end, but you put it in and you kind of clench it. And because it's already a crystal, it feels really healing Are they, straight away. Is it hard? Like if they're the size of a boiled egg, it's not, so it's not like hard or any bit painful. It's um, to get up there. You need or? to do exercises to relax. Oh, okay. So, um, and Rosie, you can weigh in at any time because you're the expert on this, but this is just my experience and I was given those exercises through videos and bits and pieces mm-hmm. that Tara does because she does a whole jade egg kind oh, okay. of um, course or little challenge thing. And so what it helped me do, and I'm still in the process of kind of developing relationship with it further, but it made me grounded in my vagina. So in, in yoga, you talk about being grounded and being on the earth and just kind of not being so flighty and, and you know, in the head. But it really made me, I don't know, speak and just have an understanding just as I would if, oh, this muscle on my back is so sore. I get tense there when I'm anxious or, oh, man, I've got this blister on my foot from from wearing these heels. When do we ever really refer to that muscle or, that, or our vagina? We don't. Never. It's like to piss. It's to have things put in, whether it's a tampon or a, a penis or whatever else you're doing, a vibrator, all these kinds of things. But we're not talking to it and caring for it and being gentle the way we are with other parts of our body. And I just, it just changed my perspective. Mm. And it, 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 it just, um, it just became a part of my body. It didn't, you know, it's not a weird thing or it's not something where I'm like, oh, hail. But to be honest, I have been really more of a conversation. And for the very first time as well, I understood why people name them. Name their vaginas? Yeah, I never got that. But I understood that, I haven't necessarily done that, but I understood the process of it to yeah. make it present, to make make it a, a bit of a holy, sacred, more space rather than this ignored, I guess, part of our body that we poke and prod, want pleasure from, want to put babies out of, you know, do all this stuff and not, not put any work into it. Like when you massage, you go to a massage and you... Tr- Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Try and get the tension out of your muscles. You're massaging all other parts oh, of your yeah. body. Oh, yeah. It's like every well, it's like everything you do. You put work into it if you want it to be good or exactly. get stuff so back how, out of. How? How? Yeah. Wow. You know? It's so be, we, yeah. I don't know. It's because, I don't know, we probably live in this society over time with, you know, even talking about it that it's, it has to be sexual or deviant or there's like these other these other negative things that are attached to even thinking or talking about your vagina and, and but what it did for me in that as well was it absolutely highlighted and I spoke about this but I jumped a few steps of how I got here how it absolutely highlighted that I am a person that craves intimacy and will climax when I'm comfortable so I st- I've stopped having sex that you know won't lead me to what's best for me mm. um and it just because I was present and conscious and listening to what that part of my body wanted mm. and stop putting you know ideas and trying to not be true to myself. Mm. So it opened up so much more than just, you know. It does. And it normalizes it, doesn't it? Yeah. And that all was from that class, Rosie. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's what it does. Normalizing not just your whole naked body, but especially your yoni. I do specific nude yoga classes just for the yoni. Actually, last month I did my first yoni egg nude yoga. Oh, so you do Which it with the egg in? I was actually going to ask that when you were talking about it before, but then I thought, no, that's a s- stupid idea. Surely it would fall out. No, it doesn't <laughs> no, fall it doesn't. out. Not I mean, the size of this, mate. It's not coming. It's not coming. Well, mine isn't. I don't, I'm not going to say that it might not for other people. But I mean, when do I? So before we move on quickly, Rosie, yeah. when do I move? When do I know how to move on to the smaller eggs and what's and what's the benefits of that? Because at the moment, I'm still on the bigger one because I like that I can feel it in me because that's the groundingness that I do yeah. that I have. It it takes me out of my head and into my body, and that's what I'm trying to practice a bit more. Um, mm. But what what's the benefits of the small, like moving to the smaller ones? Because I've got three yeah. that are different sizes. Yeah. So moving to the medium one, you it's normal not to feel it as much. A lot of women put it in and go, oh, but I don't feel anything. That is completely normal. Just imagine like if you could feel, you know, a tampon inside you all the time, it would get really, really annoying. Mm-hmm. So um, having that in, is it's actually really good because then it can – uh, it, it, it'll actually bring the muscles in closer together to, to hold it. So it's, it's a lot harder to oh. hold in those smaller eggs. Um, it'll still, the medium one's a great one to explore with because it'll still have a little bit of weight to keep it, you know, in there. Mm-hmm. But your muscles will gradually engage more and more to hold it in. And that's the um, other thing. It's meant, It's also meant, it's great for your pelvic floor. Because when like I do yoga and they say pelvic floor, sometimes I like, I clench where I would stop to wee those kind of muscles. But then part of me 
can't hold them for that long and I don't really have that much of a an understanding of what the actual muscles and are. And you know what I was doing when I was clenching my pelvic floor? I was clenching my entire body. Yeah, that's what I do. Almost yeah. like from the butt, but, like but I clench see, my bum. But it would go to my shoulders and I would almost lose my breath. That's how much yeah. I was in when I was doing pelvic floor. I would kind of almost get – it would go straight to my anxiety. It was really quite oh. – um, it was it was really badly like I had a bit of an unhealthy kind of setup there. Do you know what I mean? Because that was what was happening. What the jade egg allowed me to do was to clench that and separate it, mm, not mm. clench my entire body and yeah. and yeah. and make that a bit more of a focal point as opposed to it being a big fat tense. Yeah, because you know sometimes when you're doing it, and uh, in my mind I'm like, I know this is not right. Well, like what I'm actually doing. I know he's probably not the right muscles that it I'm supposed to be doing. It helped me figure out how to do that because you you can feel something in you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it allowed me to go, oh, this is exactly like what I was thinking. That bit was right, blah, 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 because you you explore because it's it allows you to feel something different because mm. it's external mm. and it's in you. Mm. And, and, and it helps you isolate not just your whole pelvic floor. So, I mean, your pelvic floor, um, you know, you can just focus on the perineum and lift in and upwards from there. Um, but even from using that egg um, for a longer period of time, you can start to isolate even like the top quadrant of your vagina and then the middle and then the lower and then the left side and then the right oh, side. God. So you can actually gradually start to bring sensation and even awareness, pinpoint wow. awareness yeah. to different parts. And we need – Philip's gone off, but I – with anything, and I, w- I haven't spoken about this a lot because it was – I just wanted to keep it really personal mm. and it's also something, I don't know – that I was I was exploring, so it was nice to explore mm-hmm. without necessarily having to come on the show or whatever yeah. and, and dissect everything. But I will say this, without being preachy, I I really really am passionate about chicks talking to their vagina and making a little bit more effort to get to know that area of your body. Mm. You know, for yourself, yeah, not totally. for a partner, not even necessarily just for sex, but mm. just to to address it. For fuck's sake. Yeah. And especially if you have STDs or if any thrush infections, anything going on down there is just a big warning sign, a big alarm bell saying, hey, you're not giving me enough love mm. or, you know, you're sleeping with the wrong person or you're not sort of treating her with love and respect. Mm. If you're That's unconsciously having your cycle as well, you know, you're, you're just using tampons all the time. You're not thinking about looking at menstrual cups or menstrual sponges or there's so many things out there and you can really bring sacredness to your monthly cycle. Yeah, yeah such a right mind shift. Now I even know how many yeah. mils my blood is like because of my diva cup. It's quite, <laughs> I got, I've, I'm quite full on with it. Um, but yeah, that's for another day. Um, next week on the show. Um, <laughs> I... Stacey reveals how heavy her flow is. Follow the Thinker Girls on Insta for all the thoughts you're thinking but not saying, just with a Valencia filter. Wait a second. I really like X-Pro 2 lately. I am all about Gingham now. Big Gingham fan myself. Gingham. The Thinker Girls on Instagram. I want to talk about um, authenticity because I've been doing a lot of work on myself um, for most of this year, actually, um, speaking to a therapist. and, And initially that began with the fact that I was like, I, for probably over a decade, have had a problem with alcohol where I have been able to ignore it because I'm a binge drinker and I'm like, well, everybody else binge drinks. I'm not drinking Monday to Friday um, and I'm coping and I'm, I'm kind of able to be 
to be a normal functioning person. Just sometimes I drink too much, I black out, and then I have to apologize for things that I have no idea about. And that cycle's got, you know, went on for, for well, 10 years, more than 10 years, pretty much the entire time I've been drinking. So I knew this year, I was like, something's got to shift, something's got to change and starting to talk to a therapist and things. And initially I was like, it was just kind of scratching the surface stuff. Like if you decide not to drink, you know, here's some of the, the suggestions of of reasons why or, you know, order a mocktail or like how much, how big is a standard drink and, and all this kind of stuff. Like and it, skills to Yeah, skills. And at first I was like, oh, far out. Like I know all of this stuff. Like we learned it when I was 16 in high school, like for God's sake. So parents have been preaching it since you started drinking um, in terms of what's the size of a standard drink, all this stuff. But I've was been- Was that with g- the same therapist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how interesting. Yeah, because that was kind of- dancing around what she you was, were ready for. Yeah, yeah. It, was the, it was the kind of initial way in, mm. but I feel like- now, um, and she would have absolutely sensed that I wasn't, I wasn't ready to talk about, you know, the deeper stuff, all of the other stuff that was linked. And because um, at first I was so in denial about it, I was like, yeah. I love my life. I've got a good life. I've got a good family. I've got a great, a great job and a great career and a great partner. You know, I just drink too much every now and then and that's it. There's nothing more to it. But the further I go, and it extends way more than just the drinking, but I suppose that's been a bit of a, a conduit for me to investigate and do a lot more self-work and self-development. And that's anyway, a bloody good word, isn't it? Conduit? Yeah. I thought you'd like that well one. Well done. How's that for bloody free? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I've just started reading this book that I'm fucking obsessed with and I think not just for anybody with um, issues with addiction um, or maybe somebody that knows somebody with an issue with addiction, but I just feel like this book um, has just been so – it's just so helpful for anybody because it's uh, focused on 10 principles instead of like a, you know, a 12-step program that's very kind of rule-based and this is these are the yes these are the no's and these are the rules that we have to live by or this kind of reliance on on those um those rules and and ethics and religion kind of thing I didn't really like the the vibe of that because I was like everything everything changes I'm changing situation changes I want I want to delve a bit deeper to bigger kind of core values of myself that can then be applied for this. And different stuff resonate with different personalities, I think. Mm. Absolutely. But this book is called Rewired. It's by Erica Spiegelman and it focuses on these 12 core principles and, um, you know, like honesty and integrity and all this stuff. I love that word. Yeah. Which? Rewired. Rewired. It's It's so good. um, It's like Bethany Frankel's book, uh, Breaking the Chains. Yeah. Because and she's got a podcast that I've I literally I think I've smashed like thirty episodes in the last week like because they're about twenty thirty minutes every time I'm possibly in the car or walking or even like a five minute drive I'll chuck one on it's been so so helpful that's nice yeah and essentially she gets lots of different experts on blah 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 talking about you genuinely have to rewire pathways in your brain um, to relearn and retrain and reintroduce yourself to um, patterns of behavior and the chapter that I'm up to at the at the moment and doing a lot of work on is authenticity and um, I don't know it's quite confronting at first you know big questions about you know what is your why what makes you happy what masks do you wear um, what happens when you ta- you know what do you think would happen if you were to take your masks off and all this kind of stuff and essentially I feel like over the last couple of weeks this has definitely been something that I've been focusing on whereby I genuinely 
and it sounds a bit wanky because I haven't actually said it out loud yet, but I genuinely do feel like I am reintroducing my authentic self to the world basically and getting to know even myself who that is. And that's kind of full on when you, I don't know, try and even kind of start that kind of work. I think it feels really full on because you're feeling so exposed. Mm. And also to some degree, I'm not saying you feel this, but I think sometimes for me when I've gone through things in the past, I almost feel not embarrassed, but I'm like, like how am I not, like how did I miss some part, Mm. you know? But I think from the outside and just so you know, I think we do have masks and I don't think people probably click because mm. A, everyone's so self-involved, mm. so everybody's kind of just doing their thing. But B, you might feel more exposed than I think anyone's realising. Does yeah. that make sense? So even though you feel like you're introducing this person to everyone, it, I, I don't feel like it, it, there's any shock or any kind of external mm. thing that's really necessarily that obvious. Mm. Does that make sense? Because it's so personal. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that you know people are drawn to authenticity people are really drawn to imperfection these days like if you're too perfect it, people ask questions they're like oh I don't think this person's trustworthy yeah, but yeah, if you so show, true. <laughs> yeah like if you're squeaky clean and you've got nothing you know not a hair out then people are going to be like oh you know they don't feel they can relate to you and mm-hmm. Renee Brown talks about this a lot um imperfection actually creates trust people are like oh finally she's She's got this shit going on in her life as well. And I think even just this podcast is such a, a huge shining light for your authentic self because you talk about all this stuff, which mm. is amazing. Mm. Um, have you read the book Big Magic by uh, Liz I Gilbert? have, yeah, obsessed with it and listened yeah. to all the podcasts. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. I love yeah. what she said about forget being original. So many people are just wanting to be so original and just focus on being authentic. Yeah. So it might be a really similar idea to someone else, but it's not presented by, you know, you. You're, you're what makes And it I think free. everybody's trying to be different for the sake of being different. Yeah, it's true. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, you will shine even if you're exactly the same as your neighbour and you're doing exactly the same job and say we had another girl duo that was doing exactly the same stuff as us. But they're still going to shine through differently mm. if they're doing it because it's their it's their their kind of I don't want to use the word destiny, but their kind of calling or their purpose mm. or what's what really resonates with them. It, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah, because and if you're tapping into that, mm. then that sings on its own. The thing that I love also about Liz Gilbert and that book and the way that she writes, there's like there's not this pressure to be this type of. Per- this type mm. of person, you know, when she talks about creativity and she's like, creativity comes in all different ways and shapes and forms and you don't have to be an artist or a film editor or, or, make, a, or make a job from To it. be a creator. Yeah, yeah you don't uh, have to make it your work either. Yeah, yeah, and I, I got one of, my, one of my mates to read about that because she's, that book in particular, because she's always like a bit, uh, she's like, I'm not creative or I don't have an imagination. Like I just, and I, that's what I love most about it. That's that um, story that she tells. What is it about her, one of her friends that gave up ice skating when she was younger because there's such a pressure around, mm. you know, having to be the best and compete and, and all of that kind of stuff. And then 
um, I related to that so much. And then a lot of a lot of the work that I'm doing now, it's like getting back to it's funny, like going back to that inner child kind of work where you go, what actually, what was it before there was all this mm. this pressure around what it had to be or had to look like or you have to make a dollar from it? Mm. What did yeah. I actually like doing? Because I think a lot of that you kind of. I don't know, you get away from sometimes as you get older because you think you have to. I And I relate to that. I, I remember, I don't know if I spoke about it on the show, but when I realised and thought about, oh, I don't know, became a little bit more of an introvert over mm. the last year or so. Mm. And I remember back to when I was little, if I, it was a Saturday afternoon, I would be in my room reading Babysitter's Book Club books. Mm. Mm. I wasn't really, like I like to go dancing and stuff, but... I was also, I don't know, I just was mm. very happy in my own company and I, I was a bit of a bookworm mm. and a bit of a, I was a bit qui- like a bit more timid. Mm. Not quiet, but I was timid. Mm. And you forget about that girl. And I don't think those, you as a child means nothing. You know, it that's where you are able to be almost your true authentic self. Yeah, it's true. Early on. Mm. And my housemate was the same. She was saying she used to ra- run. She lived in this little village in Sweden. Like I'm talking like tiny. Mm. And she used to run drama school for everyone. Can you ima- <laughs> you know her. <laughs> so yes. this couldn't you could not think of a person. I could not imagine her doing She's that. She's so now. quiet. Yeah. yeah. And also, I don't know, it's like she seems just a bit more straight laced than yeah. that. And and it, it made me a bit sad, mm. to be honest, for her. Because mm. I was like, wow, adult life really knocked that out of you. Mm. you know? Yeah, it's and nice that's to so check sad. in with your inner child and say, like, ask her, what do you want to do today? Well, she's, got, need, she's painting at the moment. Yeah. So she's painting, yeah. so she's got it back. And I... But, but, yeah, it was interesting. She's had a bit of a big development year herself. Yeah. So she's painting now and she's got something, go, you know, doing that. And, but it was interesting for her to hear those stories about someone you meet and you really, you know, you just would never imagine that. Yeah, no, never. I find it really hard to remember too. Like yeah. I think back, I'm like, because this – podcast that I was listening to, I don't know if Philip's gone off, but talking about in three blocks. So from zero to seven, seven to 14, 14 to 21. Oh, what was Yeah. What was your, uh, hang on, I took a screenshot of it because I'm like, this is amazing. This oh, particular wow. um, podcast is talking a lot about, I think in America. What's as a, who, what's, Is the podcast called Rewired too? So it's called Rewired Radio and you need to go to number 10. It's called Getting to Know Your Inner Child. Uh-huh. And he talks a lot about, you know, from those three age blocks, what was your core value? What was your core belief? You know, who were you? And it Because sometimes it feels a bit big and I'm like, fuck, when I was a kid, I don't know. I don't know what I did. I don't know what I felt. I don't know what I was thinking. But then when you break it up sometimes, times and and they do feel like kind of distinctive blocks that really innocence of childhood and then kind of through the adolescence and then a lot of it for me a lot of the change I reckon was in that third bit the 14 to 21 where it what were you zero to seven um I think I was really happy to be the the center of attention without being an annoying like look at me kind of person like and I think as I got older so confident I was confident but I think as the older that I got I developed this that if I am confident in myself or I do put my hand up that must mean that I think that I'm up myself or that I think I'm mm. too good or if somebody says oh sing us a song Christy because I always loved to sing when I was younger and the older that I got even if somebody asked me to do that I'd say 
even though if I really wanted to sing for everybody in my family, let's say it was a family a function or whatever, I'd have to say no three times before everyone goes, come on. And, you know, my mum, come on. Mm. They're right. Because I thought if I do say yes the first time, they're going to think this little fucking – like <laughs> this little bitch is so up herself. <laughs> she thinks she's the best singer in the world. And I, ha- I developed this real complex where I was like, I've got to pretend to be shyer than I am because people will think that I'm – I th- arrogant, arrogant, ego. Yeah. yeah, and I've got a, I've, I've got a big ego, so that was beaten out of me a I bit. I reckon I was the opposite. Mm. I reckon I was like, if I need to be creative, I've got to push myself. Yeah, it's funny, isn't but it? But I think deep down, I was quieter naturally. Yeah, than right. What maybe I am. So it's interesting. What about you, Rosie? Do you remember? So foul. I was yeah. so shy. I was just this really. Um, yeah, very quiet. I would be very happy to play by myself. How beautiful, um, though, like all these little children. Like, you know, like <laughs> I Let so me just say, I would beautiful. never expect me to do, be doing what I do now. Mm. Like one of my biggest fears, even as like a, yeah, in primary school, was presenting and, and getting up in front of people um, just because I was so shy. I wasn't when I was around people I was really comfortable with. I was outgoing, but um, I love how you tend to – focus on where your fears are and then I just can't believe that I'm doing what I'm doing now. I think though that it goes back to what you were saying though. When you find something that you authentically connect with, it shines. Mm -hmm. So even though naturally you might not want to get a tissue box that I'm looking at and go and stand in front of 700 people and talk about it, if you're passionate about something and you feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and you're Mm -hmm. in a space that you're meant to be in, then that obviously, you don't, it doesn't, Mm -hmm. you're not shy about it because it's your truth. Absolutely. Oh, this yeah. has been bloody good. This it? feels I like a big warm sing, hug. Christy, this you need to go sing. Yes, yeah, she does. I mean, no, you don't. I'm not going to tell you what you need to do. <laughs> karaoke. <laughs> yes. Yeah, karaoke sounds good. Yeah, that would be fun. Mm. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but yeah, that's nice. And good job. You're doing such such amazing work. Thank you. Proud of you oh, every day. You. All Both of you. Both of you. Are. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm. All right. Order in the court. We need to <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, I know. I'm getting a bit teary up um, in here. Breezy, we wish you all the best of this month of November because it's going to be a bit of a, a big one for you, I think. Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, I think it feels so far, it feels really calm and, and good. And this is a, a great conversation just to concrete that feeling so thank you very much check in in another year (laughs) yeah yeah who knows what could happen thank you for sharing too i think it's really it's really powerful and for everybody listening too i think there'd be so many people connecting with the stuff that you brought today especially when it's so fresh Mm. rosie.rees you can reach out to her underscore rosie rees on twitter or rosierees.com um she's a relationship coach singles couples does nude yoga classes and a lot of you know heaps of other stuff Mm -hmm. if you want to connect with her especially about the jade eggs and other bits and pieces um, she's the person to help you out with any of that development. So thank you very much for your time. Thethinkergirls.com.au is where you can find our other chats. You can go back and find our original chat with Rosie yeah. if you want to hear um, how it all happened. It was about a year ago. Um, and we appreciate you listening. We're all feeling really loved up and vulnerable right now. So yeah. we hope that you've got someone that you can talk to and open up with, you know, at some point because it's – um. You know, it's definitely an important, good thing to do. And if not, Facebook's where you can find us. Yes. Send us a direct message, please. We're right there. We read everything. We write back. Yeah. We're really, really there. Um, All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Rosie. 
Thank you. Lots of love. Bye. Bye, girl. Bye. Coming up next week on Thinker Girl, the podcast. Melissa Brown, who joins us on the show. I think it's time that we started having healthy conversations about money. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation and want more? The girls are chitty-chatting away on Facebook, Snapchat and Instagram. You can download more podcasts at thethinkergirls.com.au. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.